My great-grandfather Jesse Strange was born a slave and freed in his 20s. His 12 children were born free and referred to as the first freeborn generation. In this podcast series, I interview Jesse Strange's descendants in order to document our stories. This is Strange Family Folklore. Once again, Mom took time out of her busy schedule to share her favorite stories about Uncle Daniel, a.k.a. Uncle Down, who was great-grandfather Jesse's third child. Mom, tell me about your Uncle Daniel, who you called Uncle Down. Uncle Down lived in the home house in Grandpa's house in Cascade. And this was a great big house. So... All the kids just loved to go down there because he and I carried a lot of fun. And they had all kinds of fruits, like grapes, apples, oranges, not oranges, but apples, peaches, pears, fig tree, what else? Plums. So in the summertime, we just all would love to go down there. And people love to have parties there also because I don't know if you remember the front room it was huge so a lot of people could get in there and they would have parties and Uncle Down loved for them to have parties because when the party got going good almost time for people to go home he would get him a little nip and then come and start dancing with his broom. He put on a show for all of us. So nobody would dance. Everybody would sit back and watch he and his broom dance. You talked about the home house. Well, I'm calling it the home house. It was grandpa's house in Cascade. Grandpa had two houses. You're saying that I've been there? Oh, yes. Who lived there when I visited? Let me see. Aunt Carrie, Uncle Daniel had deceased. But you may not remember because you were so young, because when we came from overseas with you in 71, Uncle Daniel, we came to the States at the same day of his funeral. My family returned to the States from Japan, where my father, Carl Wayne Roberson, was stationed with the Air Force. Actually, I don't remember anything about life in Okinawa, even though I was born there. So you may remember going down to visit Aunt No, you wouldn't remember that because you were probably too young. You probably wouldn't remember. I think the only house I remember is Aunt Carrie Dallas. Aunt Carrie Dallas was the sister of my grandmother, Beatrice M. Strange, a.k.a. Mama B. Aunt Carrie Strange was the sister-in-law of my grandfather, Floyd B. Strange. So Mom grew up with two Aunt Carries. I was an adult when I learned that my great-aunt Carrie was a title that actually applied to two different women. Yeah. Because she lived with Aunt Ida. Aunt Ida was another of Mama B's sisters. Right. See, it was Aunt Carrie Dallas who dipped snuff. And you know what? That's the only reason I remember. Because she (laughs) spit in that tin can when we visited her that one time. Yeah, that's Mama B's sister. Right. That's uh-huh. the only Aunt Carrie I remember. But I thought you remembered Aunt Carrie Strange. 
Who lives in the home house now? Oh, they tore it down. You remember where Karen's mobile home is in Cascade by the cemetery? Karen is one of my third cousins. Funny story. Her mother had a baby a few months before mom had me. Had mom known that her cousin Gladys had named her daughter Teresa, I would have a different name. You know what, Uncle Jug, the road to go to Uncle Jug's. Uncle James, a.k.a. Uncle Jug, was one of Mama B's brothers. Yes. Okay. That mobile home straight across from the turn to go to Uncle Jug's on the opposite side. That was Karen's house. I said Karen. Vanessa. Vanessa. I'm sorry. That was Vanessa's house. Aunt Mary's granddaughter. Aunt Mary was great-grandfather Jesse's ninth child and the fifth and final girl in a row. That was her mobile home. And she sold it. Well, Vanessa's her sister, right? Yeah, Vanessa's her sister. Okay. So still the same family. Yeah, same family, but just different person. Uncle Daniel always liked to put on shows for us children. And he had a horse. This was his horse that he rode all the time. So Uncle Daniel didn't drive an automobile. He did own a tractor later on. But at this particular time, he only owned horses. So he had like a horse that he would ride around. Then he had work horses. So his horse that he rode around, when he would get tipsy and want to put on a show for us, he would go and get this beautiful horse and bring it, ride it around there close by the house and start putting on a show and have the horse to stand on the hind legs and, you know, walk. So all of us children would not go outside because we were afraid of the horse. And we knew Uncle Daniel was drinking. So we didn't know what he and the horse were going to do. <laughs> so we never did go outside until he took the horse back to the stable. Can you describe some of the tricks that he would do? Oh, just make the horse walk on the hind legs and do little things, you know, right there in front of the window where we'd be standing looking. And you know, Uncle Dan was a farmer, right? He raised tobacco. So when he would finish his crop of tobacco and sell it all, then he would get him a train ticket to D.C. He said he was going to visit the president. But what he did he went up to see his sisters, but he'd always say, I'm going up to visit the president. So, Which sisters would he visit? All of them in D.C. All of his sisters were in D.C. Aunt Cindy, Mary, Vi, and Gracie. So he went to see all of them. See, if you went to one house, if you didn't go see them at their house, they all come to the house where you are. And that person would fix dinner for everybody. So more or less like a little mini family reunion. You had lots of fun. So all of his sisters left the Cascade area to work? Yes, they all moved to D.C. But you know, Aunt Mary used to be a teacher there in Cascade, right? Yes. So she taught daddy and mother. Now I but, hear that Uncle Down also farmed corn in addition to tobacco. Oh, yeah, but the corn was for he and the livestock. Tobacco was to sell. That's how he made his living, raising tobacco and selling, taking it to the market. He raised a lot of vegetables. You know, that's what they did in the country. They raised their own vegetables and canned it. So in the wintertime, 
they really didn't have to go to the store to buy any veggies. They just opened up the can. Now, you said that Uncle Down was always drinking. Like on weekends or whenever there was a party at his house. Yes. He was always drinking and putting on a show, you know, dancing for us and all with his broomstick. Do you know the name of the dances or was just something silly? I think something he made up. (laughs) So everybody would laugh. He would take over the floor. I know you were a child, but did you know what he was drinking? Mostly moonshine. You know, whiskey that was made right there in Cascade. Did he make it? No, he didn't make it. But the person that made it sometime would make it on their property. So I'm thinking they may have given them all they wanted. I'm just thinking that. I don't know. But yeah, they made it different places. You've heard of whiskey steel, right? Yes. Okay. That's what they would have. Sometimes, like in the wintertime, Uncle Down want to pull his drunk. <laughs> he would go drink and get in the, they had this big trunk. He would get in there sometime. Nobody would know where he was. Just get in there and I guess sleep it off. Next thing you know, he would appear. Where you been? Oh, I was upstairs. <laughs> That's where the trunk was. But it was like he was hiding away. But yeah, he bought him a tractor. And you know, tractor is just used for the farm. You don't have to have a driver's license. But Uncle Daniel would use that tractor to visit some people. He would always come down to daddy's, you know, on his tractor after he got the tractor. Before then, it was on a horseback. So he never owned an automobile and he never had a driver's license. How many horses did he own? Oh, I don't know. I know he had three. Because you're using the wagon, you're going to have two horses. And then he had his special horse that he rode when he getting around. That was his special horse. Like some people have an everyday car and then they might have a Cadillac or something else for, you know, the weekend. So that was like Uncle Daniel. He had everyday horses that he worked. And then he had a special horse that he would ride the horseback when he goes somewhere. Now, your parents owned horses as well, right? Yeah, my parents owned horses. These were horses to farm the land. You know, before he got a tractor, he had plows and all this that you hook on to the horse. And the horse would have to pull those. But then when the tractors came into being, daddy bought a tractor. I think I may have been about maybe seven or eight years old. And I learned to drive the tractor before I learned to drive the car. Mostly boys would be driving the tractors. Except for me, I'd be driving daddy's tractor. So I was like a little tomboy. Did anybody teach you how to ride a horse? Oh, yes. I mean, it was nothing to it. I see my brothers do it. So if I got away from the house, then dad would let me ride the horseback. But if mother was around, I couldn't ride a horseback. Why not? She didn't want me on the horse. I guess she thought I'd get hurt or something. So I guess she was very protective of me. But then I get with daddy. I could ride the horseback all I wanted. He would help me on there. And it was nothing to it. How long did you guys have horses? Oh, my gosh. Well, eventually, daddy didn't need a horse after he had had his tractor for a while. He didn't need the horses. So then he got rid of them. Because, see, the horses were really to help to farm the land, you know, plow and 
whatever else you had to do with the taking care of the land. Because my daddy farmed also and he raised gardens. So you had to have something to tilt the land and something to pull the tobacco from the field to where they were, you know, putting it on the sticks. I was just wondering because I never even knew that you grew up with horses or even liked riding horses. Oh, yes. I grew up with horses, pigs, cows, you name it. I knew how to do everything. But you never wanted to own a horse as an adult and just ride? Oh, no. I wouldn't give up my automobile for a horse. (laughs) I meant for recreation. No, I don't think I would ride a horse back now. I think I'd be more afraid of them. I did it back then because daddy was close to the horses. And I felt like whatever he was around wouldn't harm me. So that's why I was, you know, wanting to ride the horse. Herbert and all rode the horses. So then why couldn't I ride a horse? A lot of times I put on Herbert's bib overalls and I'm just like another little boy. Uncle Herbert is one of mom's four older brothers. Because back in the day, Girls didn't wear pants. We all had to wear dresses and skirts. So you never went horseback riding just for fun as a child? No, just out of mother's sight, I did. <laughs> but not where someone else could see me. And you weren't working the field? No, I didn't work in the field. When daddy did his tobacco, he and the boys would prime it, get it out the leaves out the field. And sent it to where mother was. So I would be there handing leaves to her. And she put it on a stick to go up in the barn. So, yeah, I mean, I worked. That's why I say I would never marry a man that said he want a farm. If he said anything about a farm, he wouldn't be my boyfriend. (laughs) When you met dad in high school. Well, you met before high school, didn't you? I'm not sure. I may have seen him at Shiloh. But we didn't get interested in each other until high school. Shiloh was one of the local Baptist churches where my parents grew up. We went to the same church and Sunday school and all that. But he was two years ahead of you, right? Right. You never had classes with him? Oh, no. At our high school, you never had classes with the understudents, students younger than you. They would keep all the eighth graders together, 10th, whatever grade you were in, they all would be together. They didn't mix different grades. So all growing up, you were a tobacco farmer or you had farm work to do? Right. Mother let me fix the dinner. A lot of times she would put it on, then I would finish it. She would be out stringing tobacco. She would have someone else to hand leaves to her. So I would go in and finish the dinner. I'll never forget Alanda Jr., Melanda Jr., the oldest child of one of mom's brothers, was also the first grandchild in the family. And like most people in my family, Olander Jr. also has a nickname, Charlie. I wanted to put that little boy's butt so bad when he was little. He would be right under me. Everywhere, every move I made, he would be right there. So when dinner time came, he'd say, Mama B, Velma don't need to eat. She ate the whole time she was cooking. See, I'm used to tasting my food to make sure I got it seasoned right. <laughs> so he mm-hmm. thought I was really eating. <laughs> Mother say, oh, okay. Well, that's okay. She can eat. <laughs> but Mother knew what I was doing. But Charlie would watch every move I made. So now we are very good friends. <laughs> right. Now that he's grown. Right. And I never got to whip his butt. <laughs>
Well, mom definitely made up for lost opportunity by whipping my butt. However, that's a different story. One question I was going to ask, but I think I know the answer, is that you never went horseback riding with Uncle Down. Oh, no. No. Because Uncle Down would always bring the horse up to the house when he's drinking. I didn't want to go outside with him on the horse. He was that wild? The horse wasn't wild, but I didn't know what Uncle Down and the horse would do. I was talking about Uncle Down. I wasn't talking about the horse. Oh. Uncle Down was that wild when he was drinking and on horseback? He would like to do different stunts with the horse. When the horse is standing up, that was frightening to me. So we children did not go out while he was in the yard with the horse. Because we felt like if we went out there, that horse might come back down on top of us. Can you imagine someone on a horseback? And got the horse walking on the two hind legs. Yeah, I've seen that before. I wasn't alive when he was doing it. Yeah, but you saw it off distance, right? Right. Yeah. See, that would be real frightening if I'm in the area and they are doing it. That's why we stayed inside and looked out. Was he ever part of a rodeo? No. You know, a lot of people back in the day, they had a lot of talent. He used to be what you call blacksmith. Where you shoe the horse, put the horseshoes on the horse. Yes. Yeah. He used to do that. So he had a lot of talent. And a lot of people, you know, in the country had a lot of talent. But they never ventured out to really use all their talent. In the wintertime, you always like to go by Aunt Carrie's, Uncle Down and Aunt Carrie's. Because they had one type of real red apple, looked like delicious apples. And she could wrap them up and put them in the attic and they would last all winter long. They would not spoil. How would she wrap them? In newspaper. It must have been because it was so cold. Maybe so, because the attic was cold. And we'd go by there and she'd give us one of these red, real red apples. So we just loved going by there to, you know, get apples and things. And did you ever eat figs? Yes. Okay, they had a fig tree. And I learned when the figs were ripe, they would change colors. Because when it's ripe, they would be sweet. So you didn't want to get one when it wasn't ripe, because it wouldn't taste good. Now, Uncle Down never had children, correct? Correct. But they always had children around, because they were very nice to children. If mother and daddy went out of town, that's where usually Herbert and I would stay. Most of the time, mother would take me with her. But sometimes if she didn't take me with her, then we would stay down with Aunt Karen up or down. Then in the summertime, oh, my gosh, all those grapes. I mean, they had like a vineyard, grape harbor, whatever. You just get under it and just picked all the grapes you want. We would be just eating away. What kind of grapes were they? You know, I really don't know. All I know, they were delicious grapes. They weren't Concord grapes? I'm not sure. I just know they were really good. They were dark. Did they ever make wine or did they just stick to moonshine? I think they made wine sometimes. Yeah, I'm quite sure they did. It seemed like mother would have made some. I think I remember her making some out of grapes and dandelion. You know the dandelion flowers? Yes. Okay. Yeah, mother used to make it from the dandelions, too. And then I think Uncle Down used to make homebrew. 
me and Aunt Carrie. That was mostly tomato-based, right? Right, yeah. But that was good. I remember remember. drinking some as a child. Do you remember me making some? No. No? Maybe it was after you left. I made some. But I haven't made it in years now. It's really good when you first make it. Because the longer you have it, the stronger it gets. And I don't like it when it gets strong. Now, one thing Ted was talking about was hoe cake. When I grew up and I visited Mama B, y'all would make biscuits. It wasn't hoe cake. You know, I'm not sure if Ted was talking about the hoe cakes made in the fireplace. Did he say where they were made? No. Okay. Back in the day, I mean, I never did see it. But I was told that they would make hoe cakes in the fireplace. Among the ashes, you would have to, I guess, wash it all. I ain't never seen that. And but then that- there was an, another type of whole cake. It's like uh, bread about the size of a plate. That's what they would put in the oven. That was with cornmeal, right? No, flour. Some of their whole cakes would be made about the size of a plate, dinner plate. But see, mother never did make any like that. So when you grew up, was it mostly wheat flour or corn flour? I think it's wheat flour. I guess. I don't know. It could have been corn because we had a meal not far from where we live that daddy would take stuff down. So it could have been corn flour. Come to think of it, it probably was. I just wondered if you grew up mostly on cornbread or biscuits. Both. We would have biscuits in the morning and cornbread for dinner. So every day you're going to have biscuits in the morning. And most of the time you have cornbread for dinner. So I just had some cornbread today. I made some after I came home from church. Cornbread muffins. They were delicious. I was just wondering, because nowadays we take it for granted. You can get whatever type of bread you want. But some people Mm -hmm. saw wheat flour as being more expensive than corn flour or cornmeal? Well, see, back in the day, the farmers took their corn to the mill to get ground into flour. So I don't think that was very expensive. But no one in the family raised wheat. Oh, yes. Daddy did did raise wheat. He raised both. He raised corn. We had corn to eat and corn for the livestock. So daddy did it all. He farmed and he had gardens and mother would can stuff in jars. And then the wintertime, she just opened the jars up, you know, and you got your veggies. You didn't have to go to the store and buy that. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was a very good guy. I mean, all my daddy's siblings, male and female, were very nice. I couldn't have asked for any better aunts and uncles. All right. Well, thanks, Mom. Okay. So you have a good evening. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you.